0: Welcome to the 13th episode of the Grad Centric Podcast. I'm excited for this topic. We're gonna talk about internal discounting. Now, you may not know what that term means, but it's extremely important when it comes to building a school list and planning and preparing for the upcoming cost of college education. And in particular, I've I've titled this, uh, don't pay sticker price, especially at a private school. And private schools in particular are one of the main sections of higher education that we're talking about today. So you have two types of colleges. You have private schools and you have state schools. And during uh, when we look at state schools, you really have to think about in-state tuition versus out-of-state tuition. There can be a huge cost differential there. But private schools are an interesting category of higher education. Why so? Because they have to compete with state schools, which in general, if you're going to an in-state school, is gonna be a cheaper school, right? States are meant uh, to serve their citizens and their residents, and so they make their in-state schools cheaper for residents of that state, makes sense, right? Out-of-state, not so much, although now there are many programs that allow, uh, especially for regional schools that that have a regional reach, to allow other states to come in at an in-state cost. And also, if you have a student that maybe has great academics, sometimes that will qualify them for a scholarship that will make it in-state, an in-state price. But private schools, since they have to compete with these other schools, a lot of times will discount their tuition rate. Uh, And it'll shock you sometimes. You'll go to a private school's website, you'll look on their website and it says, we charge $50,000 a year, $60,000 a year, $70,000, $80,000. Huge, huge numbers. Uh, but what happens generally? And actually we have research on this that we can point to across the board. Most private schools are discounting that sticker price that they're putting out to the public. They're discounting that about 50%. Well, why? They discount at 50% because they have to compete with these other schools and they wouldn't be competitive with all the institutions of higher education in the United States if they didn't give some type of discount. Well, how can you use this to play to your advantage in the college? college game, the college planning process. Well, part of this is building a great school list and that's maybe where you would wanna hire or engage a college consultant like Gradmetrics. Uh, we specialize in building school lists that are diversified, that play on this idea of a tuition discount. And it can really mean a lot. Now, I wanna show you an example here and this is all on my website at gradmetrics.com, but I recently uh, went to the net price calculators of three separate schools. And I'm using uh, the different income brackets here to do my analysis. So a lot of times schools will say, this is the average cost that it it costs to go to this school if you make zero to 30,000 or 30 to X amount of dollars. And they break it out into all the different income brackets. So I'm going to use that lowest income bracket because it's a really good example to show you that tuition discounts are real. So I'm going to use that zero to 30,000 income bracket, and we're going to put it into the net price calculators of Rockhurst University, which is one of my alma maters, University of Arizona, and Stanford University, okay, so here we go. So for that. That lowest income bracket, if you plug it in at Rockhurst, what does that income bracket pay on average to go to an institution like Rockhurst University? Well, that number is $16,965, and the average cost reported by the school across the income brackets, $21,973 a year. All right, so still pretty expensive, but uh, maybe not what we thought it was when we looked at Rockhurst's website and saw the sticker price. Then we go to University of Arizona, uh, their average for this income bracket, $10,234 a year. The average cost reported across the income brackets, $14,553. So that's what you'd have to pay on average to go to school at the University of Arizona in this income bracket. Stanford University, this may be a shocker to you. Stanford University for this income bracket, $1,226 a year. a year. This is the beauty of tuition discounting, okay? Uh, So Stanford to this income bracket, they're allowing people to go to school for vastly less than the full cost of tuition. I mean multiples less than full cost of tuition. And the average cost reported by Stanford across the income brackets, $12,265. So still um, pretty affordable when it comes to Stanford. Now the kicker here is, is that if you're in the the higher income brackets, which I imagine many of the individuals that are listening to this podcast might be in that category, uh, it may not be as good for you in terms of a net price. The reason is, is because schools financially vet the customers that are coming to them. They do it through the FAFSA. Most of you all know that. But for more prestigious schools, they also use an application called the CSS Profile, which we'll talk about in future episodes. The CSS Profile, does a deeper dive into the finances of of a family. And so these schools have a better understanding of how able families are to pay for college. And so when you get to the higher income brackets, schools know that you can write the check. And so they ask for that. And so higher income brackets tend to pay closer towards sticker price, particularly for for prestigious schools. Now again, this is why it might be important to engage a college consultant to help you build a school list because we have the knowledge to build it based on some of these insider ideas, if you wanna, wanna put it that way, in terms of financial aid and in terms of tuition discounting. So hopefully this gave you a little bit of an insight into tuition discounting, how important it is, particularly for private schools, and how it might fit into a diversified school list when it comes to thinking about in-state, out-of-state, and private schools across all the schools that your child is going to apply for. All right, looking forward to episode 14. Keep with us, and we're going to go beyond uh, what the average is. So the average podcast only makes it 14 episodes. We're going to do 14, and we're going to go on to many more, and we're excited to have you along for the journey. We'll talk soon.